Blushing girl from Blushing. The nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Uh, uh, Miss Fine. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Oh, Mr. Sheffield. It's a podcast about the nanny that hits it come from the 90s starring Fran Drescher that we all know and love. I am Shondi Pasquale here with Toria Sheffield. That's right. And this week we are covering season four, episode 11, ho, 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 Hurricane Fran. I don't know why I did it like that. <laughs> I regretted it immediately. <laughs> This I episode, you're gonna be like, ho, 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 and I didn't know where you were going with it, but it was kind of a Christmas episode. But it was ho, 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 a cane, Fran. Uh, this episode was directed by Dorothy Lyman, who seems to just be directing every episode this season, knocking it out of the park. Um, and it was written by Rick Shaw, that's a real name, Rick Shaw. I feel like it might be like a pen name, it's possible, but it's possible. It Richard could also Shaw. be a real person. Um, well, and I was really I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, I was really surprised when I realized that this episode is yet another clip episode. Um, we talked in depth about what a clip episode was just last season because season three, episode 16, Where's Fran was, you know, that classic sitcom trope of so that you know, having just a few new scenes for the week and then mostly just doing like remember whens and then showing clips of like previously recorded things and it's you know usually for budgetary reasons like if you're going to do the sort of like why they do it it doesn't require paying the actors for it's a way for the the producers to save money basically Mm -hmm. yeah they cheap out fewer sets um i think i was surprised that there was one just like about I don't know. I would have thought like every two seasons seemed acceptable, but I'm curious if this means we're going to get another one every upcoming season. I mean, I know that it's like um, obviously harder to write, but I'd so much rather have like a bottleneck episode. Um, you mean a bottle is, episode? What did I say? A bottleneck episode? <laughs> no, I'd so much rather have a bottle episode, which is like it's new stuff, but it maybe it could be like you know two characters trapped in a basement together or something like that. They did that cheap. already. I know, I know, oh, but like you want that again. again? Toria wants a different two characters trapped in the basement every I mean, season. I would. I mean, just think about it: <laughs> Niles and Cece, uh, Brighton and Sylvia, uh, Fran and Yetta. I, I would. I'd love it all. And honestly, um, you know, it happens more than you think. Like that time you and I got trapped in a basement. Oh, Sean, I told you the door's going to lock right behind you. It was an accident. I was trying to come down here to show you my collection of shells that I found at the beach. Oh, my God. And this is right before the big pitch meeting. Oh, this is terrible. We're going to be stuck down here forever. And I'm so hungry. And honestly, I have to poo. Oh, Sean, are you pooping? Yeah, that was crazy (laughs) when that happened, right? So, okay. So, set us, take us through the setup of this episode. We start off like a normal episode, which is why I got tricked. We're in the kitchen, um, and we established that it's the holidays. Uh, it's like a December episode, and Fran is taking a separate Christmas vacation from the Sheffields. Um, and I was kind of like, man, it is so toxic that, like, this is considered a big deal because I'm like, <laughs> she's an employee. Like, leave her be. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, literally, Mr. Sheffield's like, Miss Fine, I just don't understand why you're insisting on this separate vacation business. You know, we should be together for the holidays. We're a family. And I'm like, dude, no, you're not. You literally refuse to even go on a date with her. <laughs> Like, yeah, it does start to feel a little like um, employee employer abusive in, in in this in this scene because it's like 
he's so incensed that she would deem not to be with his family for like the holidays. And it's like, dude, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So insane. And then he even goes as far as being like, let's talk about this in private in my office. Mm -hmm. So uh, they – head out to the office and Cece, I'm only mentioning this part because it's going to come into play in a big way later, but um, Cece wants to go eavesdrop, uh, but Niles has just waxed the floors. So Cece like runs off into the other room to follow Mr. Sheffield and Fran. And then we hear a huge crash. Um, And he's like, I just waxed the floors. And he sort of has like a wry smile. And it's like, that sounded like a horrific fall. (laughs) (laughs) And it turns out it was, as we're going to get to later. But so we then, you know, are in Mr. Sheffield's office and he's kind of like imploring her to reconsider. And and, um, she's like, you know, you were always trying to sabotage my vacations. And and I think it's it's because you're afraid that I'm going to meet someone else. And he's like, that's absurd. I have never tried to sabotage one of your vacations. And then we cut to several flashbacks of him doing just that. And I was kind of like, oh no, at that point. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but but there still were some very funny lines in this episode. So it wasn't like a huge, just like nothing. But um, again- Yeah, the framing sequences had some good stuff in them. Like all the stuff with CC is really good. There's a couple of great um, Sylvia lines in there. So, so I, I actually did like the framing sequences better than I think I liked them in the last episode. I'd have to go back and- Check well, what I said. Although I would say that this one um, lacked Roger Clinton. It did. So, <laughs> it you know, did. and for me, that's always going to make an episode a nine out of 10 because the 10 out of 10 is was Roger Clinton. <laughs> well, this one definitely felt like they very much wanted to save money because, like, it was just our core cast and they were all, like, there were no guest stars, you know, and they were all in very familiar locations except for that very cheaply built um, beach set that they put Fran and Val in. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, you literally do a series of uh, episodes where we got Rosie O'Donnell, Jay Leno, yeah. uh, Joan. Uh, I'm not complaining. They've been on fire. I get it. Yeah. I get it. No judgment. It just no judgment. a, a testament to how much we love our normal episodes. Yes. But then we cut to Fran and Val in the Bahamas. Yes. I was, I, uh, Sean, remember when we took that great vacation to the Bahamas. Oh my God. It was one of the best times of my life, Toria. How can I forget? Woo! Shot! Look at you move! I didn't, know you, I didn't know you could do the splits. I can, and it's incredible because we're riding jet skis. <laughs> hey, hey, Sean, look at this. Whoa, you're doing a handstand! No, no hands or feet. Whoa! Sean. Are those dolphins following us? Oh my god, Toria, they're coming up right alongside us! They're jumping out of the water next to us! Sean, I, I think they look angry. Uh, Toria, you were never the same after that. You, 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 that was the last time you were ever able to be around any kind of seafood at all, right? Yeah, seafood and I, you know, I haven't done a handless handstand since. So... They're in the Bahamas and they get to this little bungalow they've rented and um, they see a cute guy. And the first thing Val says is like, see, Fran, aren't you glad you're here with me? If you were here with Mr. Sheffield, you wouldn't be able to flirt with any cute guys, you know, because he'd be all over you, lathering your body with oil, taking you for drinks at sunset. And Fran's like, yeah, you know, Val, this is why my mom doesn't let me play with you. (laughs) Or doesn't (laughs) like me to play with you, which I thought was very funny. But then we... 
cut to some, you know, Fran and Val highlight moments, which of course had things like the billboard when, you know, Val potentially felt her death, (laughs) the bus stop, which I loved. Yeah, the bus Um, stop is one of my favorite scenes in the series. Me too. Uh, Oh, and also they had... Uh, when they moved in together and uh, she's like, there's a cockroach and Fran's like, Val, use your shoe <laughs> or your shoe. And she is, Val takes her shoe off and then stamps the roach with her bare foot. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So, so, I mean, as much as we just dunked on uh, clip episodes, I, I actually genuinely enjoyed all of those, which is a yeah, testament to how funny uh, Val and Fran are together. Um, and then, you know, we go back to Fran and Val outside their bungalow and there is an announcement over the like resort loudspeakers basically saying like there is a storm headed their way and this is like you know the midpoint or real you know real plot of the episode that is supposed to make other things happen even though not much happens (laughs) but (laughs) we cut back to the mansion in new york city sylvia comes in and she is hysterical because you know she's heard news about this like hurricane heading to the island that fran is on Mm -hmm. um and i have a little note that i love uh christmas decor uh because the mansion is all decked out again same yeah because it's christmas time it's great Mm -hmm. this is like a holiday episode without being a holiday episode which Mm -hmm. i appreciate i just sometimes i just like the aesthetic and we're in that season now as we record this we're getting close to christmas time so it made Uh, me happy yeah, me too, me too. But it also uh, did remind me of the time because of all this talk about hurricanes. Like, remember when we went down to Florida to visit my family and we had to record an episode and we got trapped in a hurricane? Toya, the thing that I thought was really cool about Tart with the Heart is that they're coming back from Paris. Wait, Sean, what? What? P- Paris. Toya, they're coming, they're coming back from Paris, Paris? remember? Harry's like the store and what? Oh, Jesus, sorry, look out a tree. Oh, this record's gonna take hours shot in this at this rate. Also, uh, is your sister still alive? Oh, man. In the craziest part about that is we never heard from my sister again. Yeah. So, you know, Sylvie had come in. She's hysterical. And his, I love this line. Mr. Sheffield, like, pats her on the back. And it's kind of like, oh, there, there. And she just goes, hold me. Don't be such a Gentile. Yeah. That's highlighted as my favorite <laughs> line of the episode. Yeah. So good. And Sylvia's like, <laughs> she's like, this never would have happened if you had married my daughter. She'd be here safe at home. And he's like. He's like, you know, Sylvia, I'd rather not discuss, you know, my personal business with Fi- with Miss Fine in front of you. Um, and she's like, well, why not? I mean, how often am I here? And then um, we cut to a series of scenes of her being there all the time, eating their food, uh, <laughs> demanding things from Niles, uh, all of that. And then we cut back to Fran and Val. The storm is raging. Um, but th- I actually thought... This was um this was incredible where the the production team is clearly like blowing fans at Fran and Val who are supposed to be on this like little patch of beach and they're really getting wind blown at them so so hard like their yeah. clothes and their hair are you know flying and Fran is still trying to carry two like uh tiki drinks 
to their lounge area. And it's like literally like she's doing like step by step and her hands are shaking and the <laughs> drinks are going everywhere. By the time she actually gets there, there's literally no liquid left in the glass. Yeah, but she good. still goes, I told them no salt. <laughs> As if like that's the biggest problem no, on these it, markets. <clears throat> there was some really good physical comedy from from uh, Fran and Val in this episode. They did, mm-hmm. they did a really good job with, with all of like the – the wind being blown in their faces and like the palm fronds being thrown at them. <laughs> it was very, very funny and would have been, I think, like yeah. a very, I imagine a very fun scene to be in. And we cut back to the mansion and we actually find out that Cece broke her leg when she fell and she is now in a motorized scooter. And Niall, first of all, she's like very, very bad at driving it, which is very funny. Um, and Niles is literally being horrible to her. Like he's like to the point where he's like withholding food from her, which I thought was so mean. So mean. And, and, oh, did you did you ca- uh, catch this reference? Which one? So basically, she goes, you wouldn't be able to torture me if I wasn't in this chair. And he's like, but you are. You are in that chair, which is a very famous line from whatever happened to baby Jane. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> very funny. That makes that funnier. <laughs> yeah, that was very funny. Um, and then, you know, then they just cut to the best torture moments. I like uh, the, between- these flashbacks too, the CC Niles bits. Yeah. Because they gave me one of my favorite scenes, which is the the cluck scene. Where <laughs> she's she's in, in Mr. Sheffield's office and she thinks Mr. Sheffield's coming in for like a sexy time moment <laughs> and Niles instead like turns on the lights and, and he goes, you know, don't turn around. And then he comes up behind her and she's like, I'll do anything for you, Maxwell. And he's like, cluck like a chicken. <laughs> and then she does. <laughs> yeah, well, I think what was made us laugh is she literally goes, yeah, she like commits. She doesn't just go like, mock, mock, mock. she goes like, yeah. like and then yeah. doing it in like this gorgeous, like sexy evening gown was just so funny. Yeah. And now then, we're doing it. <laughs> we're I fondly know. remembering episodes of the, the nanny. <laughs> I, I know. Well, I guess it's a testament to the show that we're just, we're doing the like Chris Farley, like me- member. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, then CC's motorized chair literally gets stuck in a circular loop. And it was so funny because she's like, Niles, help me. And he's like, oh, right, oh, right. Let me just look at this manual. And he picks up the manual. And then Mr. Sheffield calls out to him from another room. And he's like, Niles, are you busy? And he's like, nope. And he puts the manual down and walks away. And she's stuck. And the way that she kind of like turned her head before the scooter would turn yeah, was, it was just like comedic, like a physical comedy gold, I would say. I mean, I also think it was genuinely, how do we film this without her getting nauseous in this wheel, in this chair? <laughs> so I think she was turning her head like a ballerina does, you know? Oh, I didn't even know that. That's Look what it looked you. like to me. It looked like turning her head like a ballerina where she was like whipping her head around so that the the, the, the body would come around and she wouldn't get dizzy from just like – spinning you know that because you were a dancer i do I know, that, know that because i was a dancer it's so funny i do <laughs> that's not even part of the clip episode that's a surreal fact yeah no i was a dancer it's like i don't even have to be like yeah like remember when we were in swan lake <laughs> when we were podcasting Toria, well Toria, that uh, didn't happen and we will never do a clip episode I'm okay. I just, I just wish you'd reconsider. Oh my God. This reminds me of that time that we got in an argument while we were recording season three, episode two. You son of a bitch. I'm walking away from this podcast. I hate you. You can't quit every time I disagree about a Niles line being funny or not. This is ridiculous. I have never liked you. I have 
never been your friend. You are the worst, most trash human being. Uh, but it's funny because every time we have those like crazy fights, I feel like it always just blows over by the time we're ready to record another episode. It's yeah. not like you like carry that hate with you, right? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I certainly would never apologize. Uh, but let's get back to this episode. Okay. Then Mr. Sheffield had just... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He just called Niles into his room and he, into his office rather. And he is really worried at this point, even though he kind of like didn't act super worried with Sylvia. Um, and it's because he's been listening to like the weather reports about this hurricane heading for the Bahamas. And he's like, you know, Niles, I'm starting to get pretty anxious. You know, what if, what if something actually happens to Miss Fine, you know, and, and she'll never know how I feel about her. And then he's like, no one does <laughs> or no one will. And Niles literally... <laughs> knocks on his desk like knock 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 and then he goes hello <laughs> which i thought was like so funny mm -hmm. and then we just go to all the clips where it was so obvious that mr sheffield is in love with fran and everyone knows it yep. um and we then come back to the bahamas and i i laughed out loud i loved this joke so much um they are val and fran are now stuck in their little bungalow because the weather is so bad and the storm is raging outside and they clearly have nothing to do and Val is like annoying Fran with some like game she's made up where you know she's doing like a hand gesture on the wall with a flashlight so there's like a shadow of her hand and we little we literally see the most like basic unsophisticated uh, shadow puppet like there is literally like <laughs> nothing discernible about this shadow puppet <laughs> and she goes and, oh, and she's doing it and Fran's just like I don't know Val I don't know and she's like just guess and Fran goes steal a word from sister <laughs> and Val goes yes you are so good at this game <laughs> like it was it was it's, so absurd it was so stupid it was so funny so just, stupid it was such a good joke um and, it was so dumb i one of my favorites i think i've ever heard on this show <laughs> and then um the storm starts to get really really bad and they literally are like clutching each other in fear and fran goes those poor children what are they gonna do without my love and attention and then we just cut to clips of Friend and all the time she's been like kind of an absentee or negligent nanny. And my note was just, oh my God, I forgot how little Brighton used to be. Like, oh, he, me too. Yeah, he was at that age when they started filming. Like, you know, I mean, I guess it's been almost four years, but like right when you like change from like little kid to like teen and 
It, I was actually had I had forgotten he had ever been that little when we saw some of these flashbacks. So did I. I mean, especially when they go back to the um, there's a there's a flashback coming up where they go back to the pilot episode. Oh my god, yeah. And he's like so little and tiny. <laughs> way smaller than Gracie is now. Yeah, way smaller. Yeah. Oh, little Brighton. He is my favorite Sheffield child. Um, and we we after we go to those flashbacks, we come back to the bungalow, and now there's literally like a hole in the ceiling, and rain is just pouring in on them. But they're still kind of like resolutely trying to pretend that this isn't like a horrible vacation. And Fran literally goes, "You know, I ordered room service." an hour ago and still not here. <laughs> and then we come back to the mansion and, you know, it's, it's clear that like Fran and Val survived and Fran is returning home. And I love that coat. She's wearing this like red faux fur. Um, and it's funny because Mr. Sheffield had clearly been like anxiously awaiting her return. And when he sees the door open, he runs over to the couch and pretends to be napping. And she kind of like comes in and puts her stuff down. And she like tiptoes over to him and she leans over and she just goes, get up. I saw you through the window. <laughs> and it's cute because they kind of start to confess that they really missed each other and this whole separate vacation things was a bad idea and blah, blah, blah. But then when they kind of like realize they're both saying the same thing, they're just like, what? I mean, uh, uh, never mind. Um, and they backtrack as usual. And also, <laughs> yep. did you notice there's a menorah in the background? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that's friend. The, yeah. I think that the Christmas decor amped up since she's had been gone mm -hmm. like it started out a little low-key christmasy at the beginning of the episode and now there's like the huge christmas tree there is you know there's like a uh, decor over the fireplace now like stockings and i did notice the menorah in the background on the piano and this just i mean i was it has not actually been a year because we record much faster than that but don't you remember we, we were just watching the animated christmas special from last year i know i know I know. It, it's weird how because we record faster than these aired, sometimes we like whip through multiples. Like, I'm like, they had two Christmas episodes this season. And it's like, no, mm -hmm. no, we just finished a whole season mm -hmm. in record amount of time. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a menorah in the background. And then um, they sort it's kind of ironic that we were just marveling about the last Christmas episode we saw um, because then Mr. Sheffield marvels at how this is like their fourth Christmas together. And then we cut back to the very first episode. And that's the thing you were talking about where like Brayden was so little and like everyone just looks, you know, they look four years younger. And he, it, you, it really, it really brought me back to like, oh my God, like, yeah, they, they have like been through so much and so much has happened. And that, that beat genuinely did work for me in like an emotional beat clip episode context. And I did laugh because then we cut back to like present day and um, Fran goes, yeah, four years. And I'm only two years older. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think we have a, a couple more little clips and then Fran breaks the fourth wall where she goes, she goes, you know, of all the memories we've had together, this one's my favorite. And then we cut to a clip of something that never actually happened in the show, which is of their Jewish wedding. And then, you know, the rabbi's like, you may kiss the bride and they kiss. And then we cut back to present day and Mr. Sheffield's like, Miss Fine, that didn't happen. And then she looks at the camera and she's like, I threw that one in for you guys. Happy holidays. And she winks at the camera. <laughs> and then I liked I was, it. I did like it because I it, liked was, it. it was a really like, um, I do really like that, like that kind of like connection with the audience that they foster in that specific way. I still, 
I, it's so cheesy, but I do love that, you know, when these shows of that time would like sometimes acknowledge the audience and kind of be like, you know, happy holidays, everybody. Like it felt really authentic. Um, I don't know. It, it was, it reminded me of a little more wholesome feeling. I like when people break the, you know, there's uh, Marvel just had the She-Hulk series and like that show was all about breaking the fourth wall, much like the comic was. And I love it. I, I love when characters acknowledge that they're, um, we've also, Elizabeth and I have been watching Big Mouth uh, and the new season of Big Mouth there, every single episode has at least one reference that completely breaks the fourth wall. So then that's this episode. And we have then a, a very quick button at the end where, um, oh, we so yeah, we cut to like footage of this yacht because Mr. Sheffield had made reference several times in this episode to the fact that he was thinking of chartering uh, a yacht uh, on the Greek islands. And we see it and we hear voiceover of um, Fran being like, Niles, I don't know why you're so worried. Like I got you invited on our uh, on our Greece vacation. And I kind of want to be like, Fran, you got him invited. He's literally lived with Mr. Sheffield his whole life. But anyway, um, and then he's like, he's like, I don't know, like I can't uh, shake the feeling that I left something on at the house. And then we come back to the mansion, and Cece is in that wheelchair, and it's still <laughs> malfunctioning, and she's going in circles. <laughs> so sad, but I did laugh, and that was the whole episode. Um, and it was a you know it was a clip episode. It had we got some laughs, we got some revisits. Yeah, it was cute. I mean, you know, I I enjoyed, like I said, I actually really enjoyed um, the, uh, what do you call it, wraparound scenes a lot. I thought there was some really good stuff in there. We, you know, I mean, we can get into it because now we got segments, right? Yeah, now we yeah, got segments. Yeah, segments. And now, segments. So, segments. Yeah, no, I think we should move on to segments. I to say we can move on to our segments. And now, segments. Segments. Uh, Favorite lines and moments. I really liked when um, Niles gets called into Mr. Sheffield's office after he's left Cece in that wheelchair. And Mr. Sheffield goes, I'm so worried. What if she dies? And Niles just goes, oh, I'll feed her eventually. I'm just screwing with her head. <laughs> and Mr. Sheffield's like, no, Miss, I mean, I mean, Miss Fine. <laughs> but just the idea that Niles is like torturing her so much. She's like, oh, no, no, I, I will feed her eventually. I'm like, oh, <laughs> poor Susie. Um, I also liked how uh, when they're in the Bahamas uh, during the storm, Fran goes, I'm going to call the kids. I'm so worried. And Val goes, oh, Mr. Sheffield gave you his phone. And Fran's like, <laughs> Yay, fell in my purse. Who remembers? <laughs> she stole his cell phone. <laughs> um, there was no yet. Oh, how rude of me. What did you enjoy? <laughs> Jeez. I was like, wait, Yiddish. <laughs> um, well, I mean, we, we shared a lot of the same one. The, the, I, my favorite line in the episode was, uh, Sylvia saying to Maxwell, uh, oh, hold me. Don't be such a Gentile. Mm-hmm. I thought that was one of the most clever things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, I also really liked um, at the end where Maxwell is like nervously waiting for Fran to return. And then he sees our cab pull up and he runs to the couch and like leaps over it and lays on it like he wasn't waiting for her. And she comes in and he's like, oh, you're back. And she goes, get up. I saw you through the window. 
Mm-hmm, <laughs> I mm-hmm. like that a lot too. Um, and uh, and I really liked that last line of the episode. I really liked, I threw that one in for you guys. I thought, like I said, I love when people break the fourth wall. So th- that one was really cute, I thought. And definitely fun because it's a direct response to the audience being like, when are they going to get married already? You know? Um, I absolutely agree. And it was really sweet. Um, and I, well, actually, no, I'll get to it in a sec. No. Um, anything else? Anything else? No, that's it. I'm done. Um, so we didn't have any like Yiddish or at no. least new Yiddish, but in case anybody doesn't know what a Gentile is, it, it just means a non-Jewish person and it stems from the Hebrew term goy. And it's, I don't, I could be wrong. I feel like I've never heard a non-Jewish person use it yeah i haven't personally <laughs> it's literally like oh what a gentile <laughs> yeah that's for a, gentiles yeah it's a jewish word for jewish people to use uh, to describe other people um since this wasn't like a a super typical episode i thought our nanny trivia wouldn't be super typical um so one sec let me just my headphones um Instead of doing trivia, I wanted to share something that one of our listeners sent us. Okay. Um, last week in or in a recent episode, we had said like, hey, everyone, like, where do you think these characters are now? And um, our wonderful, lis- wonderful listener, Molly, uh, who also has created an, a really awesome spreadsheet, like an organizational spreadsheet for us. So huge shout out on many levels. She yes, sent. Yes, thank you. Yes. She sent like. One of the most like spot on creative ideas for like where each or, or assessment of where each of these characters would be today, you know, literally like all the way from the each Sheffield kid to CC to Yada, everyone. And I wanted to share a few of these because they made me laugh so hard because they were like so good and genuinely so funny. And I thought I would start with, um, let me see. I think I want to do Maxwell. She said, so this, and in her, in her vision of where they are, like, you know, obviously Fran and Maxwell got married and are still together. So she goes, Maxwell, he and Fran relocate to California so he can try his hand at film and television producing. He's incredibly successful, more so than he ever was as a Broadway producer. One of his greatest triumphs was happily declining an offer to produce to the 2004 film adaptation of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera and watching the box office gross of his film that year surpass Andrew Lloyd Webber's. Maxwell took great pleasure in the Andrew Lloyd Webber film failure uh, to impress the critics while they all praised his box office smash. Wait, Maxwell took great pleasure. Oh, basically like, yeah, like uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber failed and everybody was obsessed with Sheffield. (laughs) And then he has a pitch meeting with CBS about an idea he has for a sitcom. It's about a woman from Flushing selling cosmetics Uh, who gets a job as the nanny for the children of a widower who's moderately who's a moderately successful Broadway producer. There's a nosy butler and the widower's business partner to round out the show. He gave Cece full ownership of his Broadway production company when he left with Fran for California. I love that. Isn't it so oh good? My God, I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to share this. There, I want to share two more. Okay. The next is Niles. After he after his divorce with Cece <laughs> was finalized, he decided to stop and buy a lottery ticket on his way home. He won the Powerball, claiming one of the biggest cash prizes in the history of of the U.S. lottery. He bought the Sheffield's old mansion and now has his own butler and housekeeper. The only time he lifts a finger is to turn on the jets in his jacuzzi. He and his child are the are at the opening of every one of CC's shows. He and Fran talk daily. Neither can live without the other's gossip. 
Wow. Um, Yetta. I'm going to close it out with Yetta. Okay. Oh, yeah. Please. She lived with Sylvia and Morty in Boca. Lots of smoking, canasta, and poker with the other residents. Slept with every male resident in the retirement community. She lived every day to the fullest until she passed away peacefully in her sleep on June 14th, 2016. Which and then she said, "R.I.P. Anne Morgan Gilbert." Um, so I wonder if that's actually—that's um, maybe when she passed. When she actually passed, but um, I, the, I mean, you know, there I could actually share all the others on um, social too. Because yeah, they're, share they're them. Just, Those are great. Those are really delightful. Fun. Yeah, um, and I'm like uh, Peter Mark Jacobson. You should hire Molly. Yeah, uh, seriously. Like to, for the reboot. No, and, wait a minute. Hire us, Molly. <laughs> what? Uh, well, obviously, hire all three. Mm-hmm. We're a package um, deal. We all come together, actually. <laughs> and then- We're Molly's agent. <laughs> yes. She's like, no, I don't want to be a part of this. And we're like, it's too late. <laughs> You're in, kid. Get in the van. <laughs> so- um, Hollywood. Who, who, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So who did you re- most relate to in this episode? The hurricane. <laughs> hurricane Sean. Yeah. Uh, no, who did I most relate to? Um, I mean, you are feared and hated. I am. I am. And I cause much destruction in my wake. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I don't uh, – oh, I do know. Uh, Cece, because <gasps> That's uh, what I, said. <laughs> I also fell and hurt my leg and was stuck in a motorized wheelchair at Disneyland. So I literally I, – I, 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 I've been there. <laughs> so that the funny thing is, that's not even a fake clip. Nope. I, I nope. think we've told this story on the podcast before. When we got together to uh, to film that Laverne and Shirley intro, where we just had to do this very mild skip at the beginning, where it's like <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shamil, Shamasa. Sean had, to his credit, uh, you had just started. I think like really working out after really being sedentary through all of COVID. Yeah. And I think, I think your muscles or something must have been so tight that we literally, we did like one take, it went fine. We did the second take and there was apparently some huge pop in his leg. And he, he he was like, really hurt guys. my calf muscle so bad. It was so bad. And we were like outside and like, um, our friend Monica was filming and like, you know, he, we ho- he hobbled back to the apartment. You, you like instantly had to get on the couch and like elevate the leg. And you would like sweat through the shirt you were wearing. Cause it was, you were so much pain. And then I think, thank God we had filmed everything else before that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we still were able to cut something together, and, but. And, and then know. he and Liz had had tickets to Disneyland, like the Six next days. day yeah, yeah so like, no, like a little but like so you he she literally was walking around with him while he was in a scooter <laughs> well the first day i got a wheelchair and she was so <laughs> exhausted at the end of the day from pushing me around that she was like dude we gotta do something else tomorrow <laughs> so then the second day we paid extra and i got a motorized scooter <gasps> and um, it was interesting that. people treated me differently on the motorized scooter than they did in the wheelchair in the wheelchair, they were so nice and so kind. And in the motorized scooter, yeah, they were like, people were like annoyed and rude. And I was like, 
oh, I get it. They think the first one looked like I was actually hurt. This one looks like I'm just lazy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> which is like, which is not fair. Like it's no. very ableist. But it's so I, ableist. It's I, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I want to remind everyone to find us on social media. We're at Instagram and Twitter, as long as Twitter remains, uh, at oh Mr. Chef Pod. And we- I just, well, I want to say I had a lot of fun doing this. I, I feel like this is, I had just as much fun or almost as much fun as when we, when we interviewed Fran Drescher. Oh my God. What a dream that was. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, Fran, hi, this is so, this is, this is so awesome. Thank you for coming on the show. We are, we're really honored that you came to, to talk to us. Like we're obviously we're huge fans. Hi, how are you guys? How oh my God. I just, I can't believe you're here. I just can't believe this is happening. <laughs> this is crazy, Tori. Can you believe this is crazy? That would have been fantastic if that actually happened. But we did that one just for you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week, hopefully with a non-flashback episode. Bye. Goodbye. The flashing girl from Flushing. The nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. I, uh, uh, Miss Fine. <laughs>